seeker. Welcome to the Awakening Her podcast. I am so grateful that you've been led here and I'm excited for you that you're answering the call to manifest more magic in your life by mastering the law of attraction. So cool. My name is Talia and I'm committed to cutting the fluff and showing you exactly how to manifest more excitement, ease, success, abundance, confidence, love, and anything else you've been craving. So if you're ready to crack the code on manifestation, amplify your intuition, and play in the quantum, we are now besties. Let's do this. Hello, hello, friends. Welcome back to the Awakening Her podcast. I am Talia Joy. I am the host of the show. I am a guide on your awakening journey. I help you with manifestation, developing your intuition, tuning into your soul's purpose. I am so glad that you are here today. This is going to be such a good episode. Today, we're talking all about being patient, being patient versus being passive, and is patience being passive, and how do we balance that? So if you've been wondering, about like, how do I be patient and let go and surrender, but then also go after what I want and, you know, manifest, you know, those things that I desire on my, on my list. How do I balance these things? This is totally what we're talking about today. This is such a good question. It comes up a lot with clients and I love to explain. So I can't wait to dive in. But before we do, if you have not found me over on social media yet, come on over. I want to get to know you. I can't wait to see your face and connect. It's at Talia Joy Manifestation on both Instagram and Facebook. If you want to search also on TikTok, I don't use it as much these days, but I do have some things there. Um, You can head over to one of those. The links are in the show notes as always. Also down there, there's lots of fun things like free gifts and other ways to connect and all the things. So make sure to check it out and come find me on social media. And if you are new here, if you take a screenshot that you're listening to the show and you come over to Instagram, post it and tag me, we will send you a free gift. I so appreciate seeing the love and seeing that you're listening. That would mean the world. Thank you so much. I can't wait to connect. So if you are new here, if this is your first time, welcome. You have found this beautiful place in the internet. (laughs) You are definitely an old soul. You're definitely here for big things. And I welcome you into our community. What a cool episode to start on. So welcome. So today we're talking about patience and passive, as I was saying. So patience, patient does not mean passive. So I'm just going to say off the bat, the amount of times I'm going to say patience, passive, and the best one is passivity. I will not say that right every time. So just prepare for the different ways that's going to come out. Um, So being patient is not being passive. And I was saying to a client just this morning, a one-on-one client that you know, I basically talk in paradoxes and the universe is what seems like paradoxes everywhere. But the more you dive in and see the subtleties, as a lot of you know, right, it, it you start to understand more about, okay, yeah. So humans' brains are very like, I wanted to say bunchy, but that doesn't make any sense. They're very like, our brains are geared to survival. They're geared to figure things out. It is like a computer in our skull and it wants to compute. It wants to come up with an end result. It wants to predict. It wants to anticipate. So our brains go like, I don't understand that, but how can it be this and that at the same time? And it just, 
we have to soften our brains a little bit to kind of really sink into this and not be kind of rigid in thinking. There's no all or nothing. There's no one rule for every single thing, but life is a balance. And the best way that I can always think of life and the examples sort of to understand how it works is looking at nature. Like the way that life works is all in front of us. So look at something like water. It is so incredibly gentle yet carves out stone, right? It will find its way from the top of a mountain to the stream or the ocean below. And it will do that. The the path of least resistance. So there's a lot of ease because the water just trickles down, but there can also be a lot of force. It can be a river or it can, you know, find a way like under a log and then over some rocks. And so it's very resourceful. It's very, um, what's that called? Like it is resourceful, but it's like when something is really intelligent and, um, ah, like adapts really quickly. I don't remember the word. Anyway, water is opportunistic. There we go. Um, water is very opportunistic, but there's a lot of ease yet also a lot of force. So these are these places where there's paradoxes. It seems to our brain like, well, is it ease or is it force? And it's both. Water is both. We are water. We are nature. So sometimes we talk in these paradoxes that we have to kind of just soften and go like, okay, I can see how there is both in this. So when I want to start by talking about what I mean by patience. So when I say patience, um, the people that I work with, you and the people that are listening here, we have goals, we have big dreams for our lives. And we've also bought into this whole manifestation narrative around like, you can manifest anything you want, which is true. Okay. On the record, I've said it. If you go search through somehow the words in my podcast, I've said this many times, you can manifest anything you want, but I also talk about how we are old souls and we are here on a learning journey. We have a soul contract, a soul like gist of how we want our life to go on a deeper level. So we can absolutely manifest anything you want, like some blue house in the desert and you could find a blue house in the desert. I'm just meaning it could be really specific. However, divine timing is a thing. And I believe within the realm, we can... Like there's things like law of assumption and quantum leaping where we can change a lot overnight, but we're also here to learn surrender as humans. And this backs on the episode not that long ago called, we don't live in a vending machine universe. And it's like, yes, we can manifest with unlimited possibilities, but if we walk around always fixated on the thing to make us happy, then our soul isn't growing. So you can manifest something weirdly specific or, you know, in a short amount of time. Absolutely. This universe is malleable, but at the same time, you also signed up as a soul. And if you're here, you're an old soul, 100%. So you also signed up for growth, not just riches. So that's why in your dream life, in your mind, in your mind's eye, you see both. You see fulfillment and joy, and you also see abundance. And you're here to go after, quote unquote, both of them. So how this relates back to patients is there's a process to this. It's a growth process first and foremost. And the bonus is that you get to manifest incredible things and live in a beautiful home and be fulfilled in your life and maybe do your soul's work, you know, live in abundance, have a family, whatever it is that you desire. There's that as well. So patience, where patience comes in is really that is part of the work to show yourself and to sink deeper into not living in a vending machine universe where you're like, okay, I can be patient in the process and 
patience. Oh, there's so much I want to say on this because patience is also surrendering and surrendering is exactly the same conversation. When do we surrender and when do we, you know, spring into action and make it happen? These are really fine lines, but it's all about the energetic piece behind it. So I'll get to that. But patience is also surrender. It's going, you know, say for me, like I have big goals and dreams around the book I'm writing, around my business, around moving into in-person experiences, you know, writing multiple books, going on tours, workshops, retreats, like it's going to be amazing. And there's so much more that I don't know either, but I can't sit around thinking that it should have happened yesterday or else I'm going to pinch off everything. So I finally, and I mean, like I've been in business for quite a few years now, so over seven years, eight years, and I've always felt like I should be there by now the whole time up until like maybe a year ago. And now I'm really going like, it's okay to have patience. And there's this magical sweet spot. Again, I'm, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself because I have a flow of how I want to talk about this, but there's this magical sweet spot when it's like, I trust that all that is coming and I'm also like, okay, right now. And I'm enjoying the ride. So that's part of that patience. And that surrender is not overly fixating on what it should be and how you should have moved forward by now, or you should be making more money by now, or you should have your shit figured out by now. That is not true spiritually. Like your guides aren't going like, oh man, she should have figured it out by now. That's not ever what they're saying. They're going, you are doing an incredible job. Look at them go. That's what they're doing. They're looking at you with love eyes rooting you on. You are the one making yourself feel like it should be there by now. And I touch on this in other episodes, but when we say this should have happened by now, it is our human brain wanting a certain outcome in a certain timeline. We completely make it up. We make it up inside because we hope for something better. We dream of something better. So we hope that this supplement's going to take away the pain or that this next person's going to be the one or that this house deal's going to go through or whatever. And if it doesn't, it rocks us. And then that's, that's sort of the basis of not being able to surrender or have patience is like, it should be X, Y, Z by now. That's a huge hook that gets us in there, or this should have worked or anything that says it should be different. The way I teach surrender is surrendering is literally fighting or sorry, not surrendering is literally fighting what is. And so surrendering is to stop fighting what is. That is difficult. That's a tall ask, but you are up for it. You're on this journey. I know you've encountered this before. So to me with patience, it's, you know, a part I really want to say is when I'm being patient with the journey, it's also because it, it's not that I'm not doing anything and this branches into the passive side, which of course I'm going to talk about. It's not that I'm not doing anything, but I'm learning along the way. So for example, you guys know, I really want to do in-person events since I've been on this journey of brave, bravening, that's not a word, but becoming brave enough to do it. Because for me, I know a lot of people do retreats. It's scary. It brings up shit in me. So as this has become more and more a reality, and as I'm looking at venues and planning stuff and thinking about like when I want to do it and getting things in motion, shit's coming up in me. So if I'm just always fixated on like, it should happen by now, or it should have been this spring, or it should have been this, I'm not getting the memo because stuff started coming up because I realized that I was terrified to be that much more visible, to be that much more seen. I'm just an ordinary person in my life 
that was meant to do this, but I'm a real life human and I am kind of an introvert, <laughs> introvert and I'm an empath like you might be. And it's scary in social situations and meeting people and it's a lot. And so I've been so excited and also scared. <laughs> so sometimes we need to have pa patience because something else is unfolding under the scenes. We're growing in a different way that's going to help us to sustain the vision. Like no doubt about it, retreats are happening in my business in the near future. Like one of the next things in the next phase, in this phase, whatever. And so I can be patient because I know I'm working through some stuff, my own resistance, my own, can I really do that? Can I, you know, really show up in a way that people are going to need and they're going to be changed by it if it's in person? Like, I know I can do it with one-on-ones and I know I can do it in groups, but like, what about if it's in person and it's just like really me and, you know, just everybody has this, right? What about being seen if you're in between relationships? It's like, oh my God, if someone gets to know me and they realize I'm so screwed up, right? Like same, same. Um, so I need to be patient because I'm not totally ready and I might be ready in two months. I might be ready, you know, the next podcast episode, I might be like the retreats happening cause shit happens fast, but I'm also patient with myself to not put that pressure. So patience is not like I say, not thinking that it should have happened by now and not fighting what is currently happen happening. The other thing that patience implies, choosing to be patient over, um, like, so something that happens with humans is something doesn't work out and we immediately go into the neural pathways, the way our brain works. We immediately go into, this isn't going to work. I'm moving backwards. I'm back here now, or this is a failure or whatever. Patience actually softens that. So I could be saying in my mind, you still haven't finished the book or you still haven't done the retreat. But if I have patience, that actually implies trust and faith. And that's something with my clients that we're talking about directly, but it's also one of probably the biggest things I see in people as well as myself is trusting and having faith. And like, how do we grow that? Especially if we feel like we've been let down by the universe or let down by our body or by life or whatever it is, it is hard. And that's a reason why patience can be really hard because we don't have trust and we don't have faith. But even bigger than that, my love, my guides and oneness right now is saying your life is what you make of it. Your life is what you make of it. It is what you say it is. So to not have trust and faith leads you and will always continue leading you back to feeling alone, feeling let down, feeling confused, feeling like you don't know what to do, like it's all on your shoulders, disempowered. But when we start to practice deeper divine patience in the plan and or trust and faith, just incrementally, little bit by little bit, you can say things to yourself like prayers that I love is I'll just say like spirit, spirit team, angels, whatever you want to pray to God, um, help me with patience today. I want to learn how to trust in life. I am going to inch my heart open just a tiny bit. I want, I'm scared, but I want to learn how to try. So your prayer doesn't necessarily have to be that wordy, but you know, God, angels, universe, please help me to inch into patience. It seems scary and it doesn't feel like I'm totally sure, but I'm willing to try. And just starting with that type of energy, just cracking yourself open a little bit, 
And the thing I want to say again, before we now get into the passive and then sort of why they're not, you know, um, why patience is not passive. I just want to say that this is not easy. Patience is not easy. When you're in the mush, when you're in the goo phase and you don't know what's next and you're not getting the clear signs you want and you're freaking out, maybe you need money or you want to find the one or you have big goals that like aren't being achieved and you're freaking out inside and it's very hard to be patient because then we also go, but am I being passive? Am I, should I just be doing so much more? And your brain is telling you like on Monday, you got to do this. And on Tuesday, you got to change your life. And like, you're, there's so much pressure and you know, it's a lot when we're uncertain, when we don't know, and to be patient feels passive. So I want to say that it's not easy. And I acknowledge you for any type of patience, trust, or faith that you have, and you have been practicing because it is so hard. It goes against what our brain wants to do, which is to figure it out, spring into action, do something. But I'm saying sometimes we need to be in that. When we are in the uncertainty, we need to sit in it. What if you didn't need to be changed or fixed or sped up or immediately moved through? What if there's something so valuable here for you in the space, in the pause, in the unknowing, that patience actually helps you to unlock the full lesson, the full medicine of what is going on instead of springing into something else? Instead of desperately acting and and putting out that not only vibe, but energy in yourself, that continuous, like my happiness, my fulfillment is outside myself. I need to figure out a plan. I need to meet the one. I need to figure this out. Patience is hard. So I want to acknowledge you. It is not easy. It is much easier to soothe that discomfort and spring into action, to get down on yourself, to feel like you need to fix yourself, to drink, to numb, to avoid. It's it's easier in some ways to do that than to just sit in the void, sit in the patience, sit in the goo phase. It's hard. So I want to now compare the two. When we talk about patience, we're talking about trusting in the timing of your life acknowledging that I want this or something better, or I I want this, but I trust in what unfolds. Again, I know that's a tall ask for some people, but I'm really going to stretch you a little bit closer to that. To trust in the flow of life, that is something I didn't trust in. That's why I had to like hustle so hard to make money and hustle so, so hard to create a business. I was gripped so hard and I needed to figure it out and I needed to plan and I needed to, it was so tight because I was in panic. I was not in patience because I had kids to feed. I had, you know, bills to pay. I could, I felt like I couldn't just sit around and meditate, right? But now I understand it differently. And to be real, I have more bills now and my kids are older. So they, you know, kids eat a lot. Am I right, guys? Um, But I've learned how to have ease in my business. It doesn't mean it's easy because patience is friggin' hard, but I'm trusting in the flow of all of this so much more. So patience is to trust. Patience is to Be content now, surrendering over the timeline, saying, I want this outcome. I personally want to, I am healing my pain. I am healing my body, or I am creating more abundance, or I desire to meet the one. I desire to change X, Y, Z. 
And I am going to practice patience along the way. Practicing patience is one of those things that is like a life skill that I think we should be teaching our kids and stuff too, because we don't have patience in life. We want things really fast. I recently ordered a bra from online from this company that everybody raves about, and it's been like three weeks and it's still not here. And I found myself going like, I am disappointed in the delivery time. And I thought it's just because everyone's used to Amazon overnight, but like, you know, it's probably, I don't know, it says it's at customs anyway. Um, but we are used to things happening really quick and we want things to change now, but patience is to be content. Now I want you to hear this. I want this outcome, but I'm content either way. And I'm content now you can even say, if, if you say I'm content either way, or if I say like, I want this thing, but I'm content either way. And you cringe, switch it to, if I, I want this thing and I will wait patiently, I trust in you. I trust in life. I trust in my desires. I trust in myself. I trust in Tao, nature, spirit. Help me, guide me. I'm open. Surrender the timeline. I know that so many manifestation teachers teach like, give it a deadline, give it a, in the next 10 days. And I don't know. It's like, there's power to that but you're here for something so much more. You are here for the fancy things and the money. Yeah. But you're here for, for, for fulfillment, for ease, for being your soul's expression, for living in your purpose, for living a maximum fulfilled life that of course involves abundance and all those things you want, but that's not the only reason you're here. And probably if I, if I know you, some of the things that you put on your list of what you want to manifest is like more ease, gratitude, or joy, contentment, freedom. You're not just saying like a 72,000 inch TV and this handbag, like you can have all the handbags on your list. And I have some bougie ass shit on my list. Well, my version of bougie ass. So, you know, like Lululemons or something, I'm just kidding, <laughs> but you know, we can have all of those things on our list, but all I'm saying is, you know, you're here for deep fulfillment, for passion, to live life to the fullest, for vitality. That's what this whole awakening is in you is awakening to a bigger level of life, a, a, a more rich, dense, magical experience of life. So learning things like patience is a skill that's really going to serve you. So I do this thing I've actually been doing this for probably like 15, maybe even 20 years. I had a friend who went to India and when he came back, we were sitting on a mountain and he was sharing with me his time. And he was saying, you know, one thing I really learned was to practice patience and it stuck out in my head. I was like way younger. I was like in my early twenties or whatever. I don't remember. I guess I was like 19 or something. And it stuck out in my mind. And after that, every time I was in traffic or in a lineup or something wasn't going like I wanted it to, I would always say to myself, this is the perfect time to practice patience. And if I said that in front of my kids, they would roll their eyes and go, because they've heard it so many times. But this is something where we do need to practice patience in the full expression of our life coming to fruition. Like, I want you to think about that in your mind. You see the fullest expression. You see yourself in bliss, in happiness, feeling healthy, feeling vi vital, feeling abundant, feeling loved. You see all this. It doesn't just happen overnight. When you're clicked in, it can happen quite quickly. But all I'm saying is like, you're here for the journey as well. Your soul is here for the journey and your human self is here to be on the beach. <laughs> and both of them are fine. It's totally fine 
fine. It's just that your soul is here for the journey. So when you're practicing patience, you're content now, you're learning now, you're still here, present in life, not just waiting to live until you get that thing waiting to live until you change something in your life. I want you to think about that. Are you focusing on being content in life now? So now I, of course, want to branch over into the passive part that to me, and I'd love to hear if anyone wants to share on Instagram, as I said, all the links are below, like send me a DM, let me know what you think. But to be passive to me is to be in maybe avoiding things that you don't want to do. Like, oh, it's a lot of work. I don't really want to. And also it has this era, this vibe of no responsibility. Like to be passive is like, meh, whatever. And it kind of, there's no responsibility for life. It's kind of like, eh, we'll see what happens with my dreams of becoming a blah, blah, blah. It's like, it's like no responsibility. Like I know I keep saying that, but just feels like you're not really doing anything. Also, I think passive is more staying in things that don't work without the life force to like make a change or leave or switch it up. It's like some people that are just habitually unhappy, but they don't do anything about it. To me, that's passive. So again, I'd love to hear, cause this is a cool conversation where passive to me is like avoidant. I know, again, I said that, but it kind of encompasses all of the different points where is patience is like, I can wait, you know? So I don't know why I just thought of my husband. He is such a patient person, but he's not a passive person. He's so patient with like me and with us and with our family. And like, it's definitely a strength of his. But if I say like, what do you want for dinner? Like he'll voice his opinion. Or if I say like, where should we take the kids next weekend? He'll be like, what about here? He's not just like, meh, whatever, meh, whatever. Like to me, passive is less life force and Patience is more life force. It's wisdom. Patience is like having the wisdom to not get all bent out of shape when you don't get what you want. And I don't say that mocking you. I know you can, you can take it. You know, my heart, hopefully I'm saying that at myself too. Like I'm not just mad again, backing on the vending machine universe. I'm not just mad. If I don't get what I want, I can be patient and trust in spirit that to me is hella wise. That to me is a bigger capacity. That to me is more wisdom, more enlightenment, more grace. Whereas passive is like, meh, I'm just going to let shit happen. And to me, if I was passive in my life, I probably would have died from either an eating disorder or some bad drugs or pills or something because I wouldn't have taken all of my strength to heal my eating disorder and to latch on to personal development and then more spiritual and become closer and closer to spirit and healthier and healthier as I age, which, you know, a lot of people go like, meh, it's all downhill after like 30. And it's like, well, it doesn't have to be again. Don't be passive to your life. Just like, oh, whatever, do what you can show up. Source wants you to show up in your worth, in what you're inspired to do. If you want to become healthier, they want you to find the inspiration to go on some more walks or to drink some more water or start simple and be acting more in alignment with health. It doesn't mean be passive and let your body waste away or let life just suck you up and spit you out. That's not the same thing. So the one thing I want to say, this episode is going to be shorter, so I'm going to wrap up soon. But another thing I want to say is that our brain will try to get you to not surrender by saying it's passive. Let's just call that out right now. Your brain 
will tell you that being patient is like being a pussy, <laughs> like not acting, not moving forward. Like what, you're just going to sit around while they are hustling and your mom and dad are telling you to do this. And what are you going to do? You got to find a plan. How are you going to make the money? What are you going to do? I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm being patient. I'm waiting to be guided. I mean, who says that stuff in real life? I mean, I do, but a lot of people look at that and go like, aren't you going to figure out a plan? Right. And again, an old fashioned plan is a great thing. I have business plans. I have our schedule for our kids for the week. And we have a plan of who's going to pick them up. And while we go grocery shopping on this day, plans are great. I made my plan sound very domestic, but I have more plans. Okay. I'm an important person. (laughs) Just kidding. Um, I have no plans other than my family and my job. Um, but really plans are good, but the rigidity is not good. Plans are great. But when it doesn't pan out, if you just turn your back on the universe and turn your back on all your faith and turn your back on all of your grounding and your rooting, you will not be a happy person when you learn how to have patience. I really do believe that patience is so interlinked with faith and trust. And when you have faith and trust, you know that you're going to do what you can do and trust in the divine nature of it all. Trust in what will happen is going to happen. So I can't obsess about it all. I can only literally do what I can do. And say with me and my body and my healing journey, I'm literally doing all I can do. Like when I'm inspired, I take new supplements. When I feel called, I'm making adjustments in my diet. I'm doing more yoga. I'm not doing, doing, doing like there's a million things a day. I don't want to make it sound like that, but I'm acting when I'm inspired. I'm trying this thing. And there's literally like, I can't do what I don't know. I'm literally doing everything that I can without the energy of being pinchy and trying to like fix myself and thinking it should happen already. I'm really going at it with patience, but also action. So can we balance patience with action? I'm going to take my 10,000 steps because it feels good, or I'm going to join a something class, or I'm going to, you know, explore more. I'm going to put myself out there in my business but I'm not going to say that I should have 5,000 followers in the first two months or that my second reel should go viral. Do you see what we do? We have patience for the process of business, of life, of finding a mate, of healing, of becoming a more happy person. We have patience in our life, but we're also taking action. Do you see how patient does not mean passive? Passive is avoidant. Passive is no action or just being in things that don't work, habitually suffering, never even trying to mentally or physically see what's here for them, move through. You know, passive is not what you are, my love. You are a spark. So sometimes you might be confused. You might not know what's next, but you're not passive. Look what you've done in your life. Look at what you've done. Look at what you've overcome. You are not passive. And I'm sure that there's room to also practice patience. Don't be hard on yourself. If you haven't manifested what you feel like you should have by now, it's not automatically your fault. There's nothing wrong. You're also learning. So keep asking from your guides and angels, not just for the outcome, but also just for signs, for signals like, okay, I may not have the full expression yet, but show me you're there. Inch me along. What's my next step? You know, I want to feel more guided to spirit because when you feel more guided by spirit, when you feel more connected, you have that natural faith and trust because you're like, okay, 
I see you and I see you illuminating the path for me. And that is something that takes that practice, takes that patience. Patience is also associated with space. And as you guys hear me say, space is synonymous with source, where we bring space, we bring the chance for spirit to whisper to us. That also happens in the patience. But if we're jamming the next thing and jamming the next thing and controlling, we're not hearing what the universe is trying to tell us. So patience is not passive. Patience is hella wise. It's an energy to reach for. It's an energy to embody. It's like grace, whereas passive is not what you are. And if you notice yourself being passive with something that doesn't work, there can be time for boundaries. Usually that's a place where it's like you allow the situation to happen and happen and happen. Okay. You know what? Maybe it's time to be a little less passive here, put in some boundaries, but also I'm going to be patient with how life is unfolding. So I hope that this served you today, my love. I love you so much. I hope to see you over on Instagram and check out the show notes below for all sorts of fun things, including my manifestation coloring book, all the ways to get in touch with me, ways to get a free gift for sharing the show. It's all down there. I love you so much and I will see you in the next episode. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode. It truly means a lot. And I really, really hope that it served you. I invite you to check out the show notes. There's all sorts of action down there, including the Awakening Her daily practice, which is a beautiful daily practice to process your emotions and manifest what it is that you want. In the show notes, you'll also find the Awakening Her manifesting apparel store, how to reach me on Instagram and Facebook, as well as some one-to-one opportunities. So make sure to check that out and I'll see you in the next episode.